Hey folks, this is David Shore of Corruption of Child Protective Services. Thanks for joining. And thanks on this August the 18th, 2023 day. Now, my voice is the way it is because I'm under the weather. I thought it was just sinuses, but apparently it's something a little more. But a little update. The reason why I'm doing this now is because Monday, I'm all ready to, uh, sorry, I'm all ready to uh, do the job, go through orientation, and I get a call in orientation stating that my background came back and I they weren't going any further. And it's either A, I was union, or B, because of my conviction. Which, either way, is illegal, but that's neither here nor there. I'm just not working, but another... Actually, two companies, I'll keep you updated on that. Now, I would like to uh, hit you with something that I got hit with today. Those in Indiana will find this extremely exciting. Um, And later today in this episode, I will be going over my review of the Blue Beetle movie. And I'm going to do my best not to do any spoilers. But um, the title of it from Channel 13 WTHR in Indianapolis, I believe it is. It says... Indiana DCS and Governor Holcomb failed constitutional duty to care for children in foster care suit. Wow, I thought they were one of the eight that was supposed to have this um, child welfare uh, reform. Uh, Obviously, uh, they keep pocketing the money and they keep on going for those bonuses and the kids in foster care are getting screwed. They're getting abused, but uh, let's go on with this, okay, and the author is Madison Stacy. so we're gonna go on that, a class action suit accuses high-ranking state officials, including Governor Eric Holcomb, of failing to provide appropriate care for Indiana children in foster care, wow, it's Governor Holcomb, A class action suit accuses high-ranking state officials, including Governor Eric Holcomb, of failing to provide appropriate care for Indiana children in foster care. Guess who else is probably involved in that? Terry Stigdon. You remember Miss Stigdon? You know, the one that blocked me because, oh, she didn't want to hear what I had to say? That I've been bringing information to you and what happens? Oh, she doesn't want to hear it. Well, boo fucking who? Another lawsuit on the Indiana DCS. Indiana, USA. An scathing new lawsuit that illuminates a myriad of alleged systematic inadequacies within Indiana's welfare system. Representatives for nine children in foster care accuse high-ranking state officials and the Department of Child Services of failing to protect abused and neglected children in Indiana. 
The lawsuit brought Wednesday in U.S. court for the Northern District of Indiana accuses the state's highest-ranking officials, Governor Eric Holcomb, of violating the rights of abused and neglected children by failing to address persistent, ongoing issues within Indiana's welfare system. Issues within DCS that contributed to the further trauma of children, the class action suit contends, were well known among local and federal officials for years. The suit similarly leveraged. I do apologize. Okay, this is similarly leveraged accusations against Department of Child Services Director Eric Miller and the Department of Child Services for failing in their constitutional duties to protect children in the care of the state. Ah, there's a new director. Wow, I didn't know that. Let's read that again. The suit similarly leveraged accusations against Department of Child Services Director Eric Miller and the Department of Child Services of failing in their constitutional duty to protect children in the care of the state. Quote, the very system that was designed to protect foster children often compounds their trauma and causes lifelong harm. Unquote, the complaint states. Quote, by failing to provide the children in its custody with reasonable care and safety. Indiana violates those children's rights under the U.S. Constitution and federal law, unquote. Included in the complaint is a searing resignation letter addressed to Holcomb from former De- Department of Child Services Director Mary Beth Bonaventura sent upon her resignation in December 2017. She cautioned that then-DCS Chief of Staff Eric Miller, who joined Indiana State Government in 2007 as a budget analyst for Governor Mitch Daniels' budget office, was, quote, the greatest threat to this agency and child welfare, unquote. Wow. Eric Miller is now the director. What happened to Jerry Stigdon, I wonder? Wow. She cautioned that then, yep. Bonaventura explained in the letter that she, I do have to apologize for this. The former director who is, Bonaventura explained the letter, in the letter that she had been effectively stripped of her power to run DCS for 11 months as Miller enacted a series of budget cuts that prevented her from addressing issues within the department. So this is Miller. Oh, wow. Miller, wow. Anyone know a Miller or two Millers in South Bend, Indiana? The former director, who was at her position for five years, accused Holcomb of entrenching someone she labeled as quote-unquote campaign asset within a critical leadership role within the organization at the expense of better-equipped professionals. Quote, staff from your office chose a chief of staff with no child welfare experience who had been, quote, an asset during the campaign, unquote, she wrote. Bonaventura laid out in plain terms her belief that Miller was, quote, bent on slashing our budget in ways that ensure children will die, unquote. By May 2023, Holcomb had promoted Miller to the position of DCS director, according to the department's website. 
DCS is in violation of the American Disabilities Act. The complaint alleges by putting children in foster care in overly restrictive settings and added additional trauma. The Child Welfare Act of 1980 and the 14th Amendment by not protecting their right to maltreatment of risk or harm. Outlined within the suit are heart-rendering allegations of severe trauma and abuse endured by the children of all ages, often for years, while under the care of DCS. In one of those cases, in one case, two siblings from Allen County were removed in February 2015. If you ever get a... uh, I'm trying to do this, and there's... In February 2015... Allen County were moved from February 2015 because the complaint claimed their mother physically abused the two eldest children. In 2017, DCS allegedly placed the siblings back in their mother's care and in 2018 placed the two older siblings with their mother. In May 2018, the Chins or Child in Need of Services case was closed with reunification. But by September 2018, the children were removed again following allegations of physical abuse and neglect from the children's mother. Children disclosed to DCS that their mother had not fed them for several days as punishment. In June 2019, the children were declared chins a second time and removed from the home. After removal, DCS allegedly enrolled all of the children in different schools than the ones they attended prior to removal. The children were placed in different homes, with the exception of two siblings named in the lawsuit against DCS and Holcomb, who were placed together in the first two foster homes before eventually being separated. One of the siblings placed was changed 10 times, and they both suffered years of sexual abuse that led to significant deteriorations in their mental health. Despite previous claims of sexual abuse, both siblings were placed on trial home visits with their mother in the summer of 2021. In March 2023, DCS received a report the mother was physically abusing one of the siblings. You see a pattern here? The lawsuit claims the siblings suffered and continue to suffer emotional and psychological harm because of DCS's, quote, deliberate indifference. Sorry, folks. Deliberate indifference to their legal rights, unquote. Quote, defendants may have prevented years of additional trauma that the plaintiffs have suffered and continue to suffer while in DCS custody. Without relief, they will remain at significant risk of harm from placement, instability, lack of timely and appropriate services, and delayed permanency. Unquote. The complaint read. In another case, the suit alleged a teen who was in DCS custody for around eight years after being raped and molested by her stepfather was not protected from another man who would go on to sexually abuse her. In September 2015, DCS placed a teen with her grandmother, who was reportedly not a licensed foster parent, after the rape and sexual assault. Quote, DCS knew the placement was unsafe. DCS had denied the grandmother a foster license due to safety concerns, unquote, the lawsuit alleged. DCS reportedly knew the grandmother was selling pain medications to friends for money to buy gas and food and that the grandmother was over-medicating, according to the lawsuit. 
The teen was then sexually abused by a neighbor, and despite recorded indications by DCS that her grandmother likely knew of the ongoing abuse and was accepting food and other goods from the neighbor, DCS allegedly did not take steps to intervene to protect the teen. Although DCS suspected that the neighbor was sexually abusing 12-year-old, they did not remove or move blank or blank from the home. They don't say the name. Instead, they implemented a safety plan prohibiting prohibiting contact between the child and the neighbor. Soon thereafter, the grandmother sent the child to dinner with the neighbor unsupervised in violation of the safety plan the suit alleges. On August 19, 2009, DCS reportedly removed the teen from the grandmother's home and placed her in a licensed foster care. DCS reportedly relayed suspicions about the neighbor to the police. On September 4, 2019, police arrested the neighbor on charges of felony, child molestation, and child solicitation. The neighbor subsequently pled guilty and is currently incarcerated for those crimes, according to the lawsuit. In the six months following the teen's sexual abuse, from August 2019 to February 2020, they allegedly received no therapy or psychological evaluation. In February 2020, DCS reportedly connected the teen with a therapist, but according to DCS records, DCS knew that more intensive therapy was required to address the teen's severe trauma. DCS was accused of facilitating supervised visitation between the teen and the grandmother even after the teen reportedly informed DCS that the grandmother, at the very least, knew about the ongoing sexual abuse or, at worst, trafficked her for money and goods, even though DCS knew that returning to to the teen to the place where she was sexually assaulted and possibly trafficked would trigger additional psychological harm, according to the lawsuit. Another case involves how DCS moved a boy to 22 foster homes, each lasting less than a year. The suit contends these constant changes led to further trauma after the murder of his stepmother and his father, drug relief. Sorry, folks, it happened again. I gotta get this taken care of. But the suit contends that these constant changes led to further trauma after the murder of his stepmother and his father's father drug-related arrest. The suit calls for low, lower caseloads, more appropriate management of cases, and more accountability. It mirrors a lawsuit filed in 2019 that accused the department of allowing high work worker turnover and said the state did not adequately respond to child abuse. The Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals dismissed that lawsuit last year. DCS and Holcomb's office declined to comment on the litigation. So folks, long story short, that's what they pretty much did. They swept it under the rug. And, you know, Terry Stignan was the DCS director. All of a sudden, this guy Miller is the DCS director. So, what happened to Terry Stignan? No mention of her at all. You kind of notice that? 
Folks, there's something smells in Denmark, and it's not the fish. That's an old saying, I remember. But something stinks in Indiana. I think with this lawsuit, they should reopen the one from 2019. And hit DCS with every fucking sanction they can think of. Have the feds come down there themselves and say, guess what? We're investigating this. Have the FBI go in there and say, guess what? We don't care if this is your last year. We don't give a shit. We're checking this out. We're going to check all medical records. We're going to check your records. And if something doesn't add up, you know, they could very well close. I would like to see them close DCS down completely. Once again, Department of Child Services abuses these kids. Oh, we've done nothing wrong. And yet these kids are sexually abused. These kids are abused. And the one thing is the parents. The first time the parents, even the mother and the grandmother just, okay, are you having issues trying to get food, pay rent? Okay, what can we do? But it sounds like they just decided, screw it. And even though they knew what was going on, they said, you know something, Grandma, we're going to just let the kid. we're going to bring the kids back. We're going to just dismiss this whole chance case. Even though it kept on going on and on and on. And these kids are... You know, the parents are supposed to be the ones protecting the kids. But the one thing I would like to point out... The one thing, maybe you're already saying this, but we're only getting one side. You kind of notice it. You don't hear the other side. You don't hear from the parents. You're not hearing from the grandmother. Are these things actually going on? Well, they say that's going on. Well, the first time when it was going on, how did the grandmother get the kids back? For that matter, where's the mom? The neighbor, it, you know, he confesses. And I'm just saying he. But, and he's doing time in prison. More likely Newcastle Correctional Facility. Where I was. But DCS... Is like... They don't give a shit. They want the money. And it's like, fuck the kids. As long as we get the money, we get the cash. That's all we care about. Those bonuses are important. And they got certain numbers. Well, lower the numbers. The caseloads, like they said. But they won't do that. And you know why. And here these kids are. They have to live with the trauma. And no mention of uh, the fa- how they were treated or if they did. Either way, these kids are so messed up because the state failed them. 
What is it, uh, their motto? In the best interest of the child or children, that that is all. That's all. That that's the most important thing. Keeping these children safe. Obviously, the money was going to run out, so they send them back. <sighs> Folks, I don't know the other side of the story. I wish I did. But you know how the media is. They're always one-sided. There's always two sides to every story. I'm just telling you the one side. And these kids, if they are being abused like that, as it's being reported, the parents, the mother, the grandmother, they need help. Prison time... I'd say the mother and the father need to have parenting classes. But more importantly, no, hey, wait a minute. If these things happen, if I'm allowing people to do this to my children, there's a saying, if anyone harms any of these children, it is better for that person to have a millstone hung around their neck and plunged into the depths of the sea. So, and I'm paraphrasing that. But I will tell you, for every one of my stories, there's ten, hundreds, thousands, there's more stories like that. Stories that they accuse the parents of doing all these horrific things. And then the kids that are actually being abused. They just fall through the cracks. CPS is not the answer. DCS is going through yet another lawsuit. But I think this time the outcome is going to be different. And I think the appellate court is going to re-examine that. Case from 2019. Which gives me hope to actually file my uh, lawsuit against DCS. I don't know if I'll get anything or if it will even be approved. But I have to try. So, folks, um,. Like I said at the beginning, I'm going to give you my review of the Blue Beetle movie. Now, this is a very good movie. It's good for children. Good for all ages. It stars George Lopez. Um, He's the the uncle um, in the movie. And this is a little spoiler. He's a conspiracy theorist. He believes, uh, you know... That there are satellites and this and that. That they're just ready to grab them off the streets. But uh, the main character, his name is Jamie. Jamie Ray's. And I was thinking of the hell driver, they call him now. Robbie Ray's. But that's Marvel and 
hopefully we get to see him in the sequel. But Susan Sarandon plays the new C- the CEO of Cord K O R D Enterprises. She wants the the Scarab to make an army of invincible soldiers. And what will happen is she'll take over the world. Well, if you saw the trailer, you saw that uh, (laughs) Jamie gets... He's supposed to go for a job because he lost the one that he had. And, well... The whole story is about Jamie. He gets the scarab. He gets transformed into the Blue Beetle. Um, And he has to fight... Uh, Susan Sarandon's character and the, the other guy. Um, which you find out later why he's doing this. And it is very intense. It is one of those movies that will make you laugh, will make you sad. And we'll really be tra- rooting for Jamie. It the family is Hispanic. They show that they're a working class family, but they've fallen on hard times. And Jamie came back from college to get a job. He he graduated and was going to go back, but circumstances where he was going to get a job and help the family. In the end, Jamie wins. He has a deep soul-searching decision that you will see. And if you want my opinion, it's five out of five stars. The kids are going to love it. The teenagers are going to be probably be cheering. And the adults, at least for me, it brought me back when I was a teenager being bullied. And how a suit like that would have come in handy. You know, facing the bullies. So, go see Blue Beetle. Give it a chance. I will say one thing. It's not shown in the movie. But, if you've seen in the trailer where he changes, what happens is his clothes get burnt. So, when he transforms back well let's just say that you don't really see him naked but he stands up and after the first time and then realizes after the family uh, is telling him hey cover that up and so he had to get a t-shirt and each time it burns his clothes so Hopefully in the sequel, he can find a way in which to 
let's just say, let the world see what Cheney has. And I only bring that up because it's part of the movie. That's all I, I can say. But if you want, go see it. Give it a chance. And if you go to AMC or Cinemark, um, and if you can afford it, I'm going to say this right now, um, they have a popcorn bucket that dies in the shape of the scarab. Um, it's like a backpack. But you can fill it up with popcorn. But it depends on where you buy it, but it's right around $25. But you get popcorn put in it. So, and they got plushes and stuff. So, go see the movie and if you can, you give a review online. Let people know you saw it and what you actually thought of it. And hopefully that'll put a smile on your face. But also pray that for those kids that they went through something hellacious and the system in Indiana failed them. This is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. Keep your head down. Keep moving forward. <laughs>